What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another Angle of Pursuit podcast, your fantasy football, sports betting, and NASCAR home. I am your host, Kyle Robert. You follow me on Twitter at NotoriousKRO. With me once again to break down our favorite Super Bowl bets, it's Brian Twining. What's up, Brian? What's up, Kyle? Yeah, this these are one of my favorite futures to look into because I'm not just trying to find who I think is going to win the Super Bowl, but I'm looking at teams that may potentially offer the potential of winning the Super Bowl at good numbers. So I think this yeah. is this is a really intriguing practice that we're doing here. For sure. And this is going to be the start of a, a reoccurring segment or episode or whatever you want to call it. Uh, Brian and I are going to work under the assumption that we have $100 to spend. We're going into the casino. We're going up to the window and we're going to divide that up as we see fit. If we are enamored with a team and or player and we want to put all of our money onto one player, we'll do that. Um, if we want to divide it up with two, three, four picks, whatever it may be, uh, we'll probably, we'll do that as well today. Brian and I each have three picks. We'll probably throw a few in at the end, just a, other, a few others to consider, but, um, Brian, let's start with your, with your biggest favorite. And that is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They are currently seven to one at William Hill. Uh, why are you banking on them to run it back? Well, I, this is the first time like I'm really going towards one of the favorites in terms of the Super Bowl bets. I know last year I kind of downplayed the impact of Tom Brady on this team. And early on, I was right. Yeah. And then, and I, mean, then I, was, I was even worse than you. You were like, there might be something here and Tom yeah. is still okay. And there's a lot of talent and at least for fantasy he could make sense. And I'm like, nah, washed garbage. Yeah. Yeah. And they definitely proved us wrong. I mean, it, the Sharps were all over the Bucks last year early on. They were, I think, the most heavily bet team to win the Super Bowl before the season began last year. Yeah. So they definitely got that one right. But again, I, I didn't really dig too much into this. It, when you look at this team, they're returning every starter from the Super Bowl roster. They've only added to the talent that they have there. Tom Brady now has a full offseason of practices with yeah. these guys. So there's not going to be that kind of rough stretch of getting to know each other. And they just have such an easy path getting there. I mean, they play in a division that's now minus Drew Brees. They have to play Sam Darnold twice a year. What are you talking about, Brian? I love Sam Darnold, <laughs> but that Panthers team is not there yet. Yeah. Atlanta, they're they're not Garbage. there. I mean, they in New all Orleans, the Taysom Hill extravaganza. Garbage. Yes, yeah. Tampa, Tampa, in all. That that for, should for be for all extensive purposes. There. They should go six and zero oh in, in in division this year. So, I mean, they're probably going to get the number one seed. They're going to be at home for the entirety of the playoffs. I just don't think that there's another bet that offers this, that has as good a chance as hitting as this one. Yeah, no, I think that, I think that makes a lot of sense. I was trying to see if I could get DraftKings to pull up here quickly and look at what their win total is. Um, Because, I mean, just thinking about that in, in kind of, like in general, like if you like we're, we're if we work under the consider under the idea that they're going to get that they're five and one is probably the worst they'll do. Uh, let me see if I can pull up win totals here. Uh, anyways, yeah, I mean, if we work under the thing that they're going to be they're going to be six and oh, and then we work back from there, um, I think it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, they're they're currently sitting at twelve wins on DraftKings minus one ten. Yeah, so you go six, and then 
You need another six wins out of your final 11 games. Or I guess seven wins out of your final 11 because we have 17 games this year. 18 weeks. Feel pretty good. And when you look at their schedule, they play outside of division. This team only plays the Rams and the Colts on the road who were playoff teams last year. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) they have as good a chance this year to go undefeated with this in in the regular season as I've seen in a really long time. This team is going to be very reminiscent of what New England did back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. I I do have a little concern that I I don't love the run it back mentality, but there is a lot to be excited about. They've, you know, keep if Evans and Godwin and can stay healthy and they have two valuable running backs, offensive line solid, the defense is really good. Um, there, there's a lot to like. And as you mentioned, we both typically don't love to go, um, yeah, near the go top. short, but it, it is a number that could make some sense. And, um, you know, and you are able to find value. We're using odds checker right now. Uh, which gives you a bunch of different variety. FTN does the same thing. Any other sports book that wants to help our, our lowly podcast move along and wants to sponsor <laughs> us, we would be happy to yes. pimp your numbers. But uh, at this point, we're just kind of looking around and looking for the best value. Um, I'll go with my favorite team on a, on a kind of a shorter number, and that's the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, they're currently 15 to one on Unibet. Um, you know, 12 or 14 depending where else you look at it but i just like if we're talking about elite outcomes and upside this is absolutely worth taking a look at um i know there's some questions about the quarterback position but you know jimmy g took this team to the super bowl two years ago and if not for some shenanigans down the stretch and tyree kill catching a pop fly and uh, whatnot we could be talking about the niners as a super bowl champion there instead of kansas city um, and then they, you know, they're coming off of back-to-back Super Bowl losses, which would leave a weird, little bit different taste <laughs> um, in your mouth. But that's just how it is, and that's what happened. And uh, but if this team is healthy, if this team, um, you know, the talent comes to fruition like we all think it can, uh, offense, defense, special teams, this team is going to be incredibly difficult to beat. This is a team that could easily go, you know, fourteen and three, fifteen and two. Um, we were just taught, we were kind of talking about it before the, before the pod between Seattle having the stuff with Jamal Williams and Dwayne Brown, and we'll see what's going on there. Uh, you know, Matthew Stafford's been banged up with shocker. No one expected to see that, um, down in LA, um, as much as we like what Arizona is putting together on the field, uh, Cliff Kingsbury is very questionable. So this is a team that could dominate this division. Um, and in the NFC, uh, Brian, I, 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 you know, we're gonna talk um, a staggering amount of AFC teams, which yes. you know, I was, I thought was kind of funny given um, the the juggernaut that AFC that that Kansas City seems to be. Um, you have a few more questions than I do, I think, but uh, in in general, they're obviously you know the the, the betting favorite and by by a decent amount. Um, it's funny that we both you know ended up going with so many AFC teams, but. Uh, we'll start out with NFC, and uh, we both really like, um, you know, a, a, a NFC powerhouse. And I could totally see Niners, Tampa, winner goes to the Super Bowl in the NFC Championship game. And um, you know, I'm I'm happy to back them at at double digits. I don't know, um, 
you know, I, I'd have to, I'd have to look for a, maybe an offshore number to, to get to them uh, as I am in Northern California. And it, when I tend to bet local teams, the numbers tend to be like, I could probably get it about 10 to one if I went to, um, my, my local shop, but, um, I, I would be, I would be curious if I can get it a local shop. 14 at Will Hill or, well, yeah, I mean, it, cause like Lake Tahoe is like an hour and a half for me. And that's typically when I'm making some, some bets, that's where I head up to. Um, well, if you go but, to Lake Tahoe right now, you have to watch out for the beavers that have bubonic plague. So I think you supposed to go, I'm supposed to go in a two, in a couple of weeks, there's supposed to be some zombie squirrels. So, um, <laughs> if, if I'm not back, you'll know why, or if I'm back in, um, a different uh, you grew a third eye. <laughs> Yeah, supposedly uh, it's something that's been happening for a long time, but yeah, that's neither here nor there. Uh, I love the Niners. I gotta say, it, their their wins total sits at ten and a half, which is the same as the Rams right now, and I find that astronomically low, especially yeah. when you consider their schedule. Outside of the Packers in the first five weeks, they only play the Packers who had a winning record last year. Um, yeah. They hit their bye week. They host Indianapolis. They go to Chicago, but who who are they going to be? And then they yeah. they don't play a, a road game against a, a decent team until week sixteen against the Titans. Yeah. So San Francisco, just like Tampa, the yeah. schedule is set up for they, them to succeed and, and win 12, 13 with, games. Yeah, they could go into that game with no losses, one loss. Like, what are we doing with the Rams? Like, if Jared Goff was their quarterback, this number would be like sixty or fifty. But all of a sudden, Matthew Stafford, who hasn't what playoff games has he won what super bowls has he been to like and, i, don't, I know we Rams love sean mcveigh and i know too. we love some of these pieces but like it feels a bit aggressive yeah i i mean i love matthew stafford from a fantasy perspective this year but like you said stafford's never done anything in the playoffs this rams defense is kind of you know they're they're losing pieces year in and year out. This is not the Rams defense that took them to the Super Bowl against yeah. the, against the Patriots a couple years back. Um, you know, J- Jalen Ramsey, yes, he's a stud, but other than Aaron Donald, who, I mean, what what other pieces that they're that are they throwing out there now yeah. that are going to blow you away on the defensive side of the ball? And then now minus Cam Akers, yes, we both love Daryl Henderson, but. I don't know. To me, the Niners, they just seem so undervalued right now. I think as the season rolls along and we start to see what they're doing, their number will definitely creep inside the 20 to one or inside like the 10 to one really quick. Yeah, I think they like if we're because right now we're betting on Super Bowl winning, right? We're not betting on who's going to be the most consistent or most reliable because there is a there's a very easy world where they fall apart. And they're not very good. Or Trey Lance gets the nod early and they have some injuries and they're kind of figuring stuff out and they're drafting in the top 10 again. Like that's, that's, that's in the realm of outcomes. So, but we're looking for, if they hit their ceiling, if they, if they are the best version of themselves, they can be Trey Lance takes over in week three. This offense is clicking. We love Ayuk and Debo, a healthy George Kittle. So much could happen. The running game with Sermon and Mostert and the defense is loaded. Fred Warner may be the one of the best, if not the best linebacker in football. Um, people don't remember. People forget how damn impressive Nick Bosa can be. Oh yes, um, he can also be really hurt and miss a lot of time, <laughs> and you have to factor uh, that in. But at fifteen to one, I I I find myself like I I don't I don't get it. I don't understand this number. So I will be all over it. Um, let's go to your next line. 
Um, we'll head we'll head to the AFC for the next. Uh, I think the rest of these picks, which is wild for it. But here we go. Uh, we're talking Los Angeles Chargers, uh, thirty three to one with our friends over at FanDuel. Uh, year two for Justin Herbert. Um, they don't have Anthony Lynn as their head coach anymore, which is like that's at least two wins right there. Uh, talk to <laughs> talk to me about your uh, about your Chargers about your Chargers love at that at that 30, 33 to one number. Well, you just said it right there. The Anthony Lynn departure, I think, is one of the most important reasons why I think this Chargers team is ready to explode. I mean, eight. Eight of their losses last year, they came by an average of five points. So you're looking at a team that was within one possession of going 14 and two. I mean, this team, they are loaded with talent, much like Scott Boris referenced the San Diego Padres farm system being loaded with hot lava talent. The Chargers are hot lava and they're ready to erupt right now on both sides of the ball. If we're talking about teams with defensive players getting injured. This Chargers team, if they're healthy on the defensive side of the ball, watch out. Yeah. I, Joey I'm a, Bosa, Derwin James, Kenneth Murray from Oklahoma. Like yeah. this team is going to be legit on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah. And then the offense is going to, like, we saw what Herbert did in year one. Now in year two with a better OC. You know, we both really like the Mike Williams. I'm all on on Keenan Allen, a healthy Austin Eckler. They got offensive line help in the draft, which is one of their biggest glaring weaknesses. Corey Lindsay at center is going to be one of the most impactful <laughs> mm-hmm. acquisitions of the offseason. Mark it yeah. down. So I like this call and I like their upside. I am a little concerned. I am a little concerned. We're talking about the the Browns. Like, remember, not last year, but the year before, when everybody and their mother was in on the Browns. Not me. Uh, not you, because you hate Baker Mayfield with a fiery <laughs> passion. I appreciate your your commitment to the to your commitment to the cause, but uh, everybody's like, "Oh, the Browns, the Browns, the Browns, Baker and the Browns, and they're going to be awesome." And True. And maybe that was a little more Hugh Jackson. Like we're like, what are you know? We didn't like we didn't account for that. Uh, so maybe if Anthony Lynn was still there, we we and we were having this conversation, we could see it. Um, I think- I don't I don't I don't understand. Like obviously there there's you know this could people could be like well they're a house of cards and they could fall apart and uh, we don't know what to expect. But right now their their win total is nine and a half and the under is minus one thirty five, which I I don't understand that. Yeah, give me the um, over. Yeah, so so the Chargers over nine and a half. The Chargers, especially with an extra game, the Chargers yes. thirty three one. Like I'm not worried about like, Denver. I'm not worried yeah. about the Raiders. Like Kansas no. City. Okay, give them two losses there. Well, I feel like people are over overvaluing and have too high of expectations for this Broncos team. Yeah, because yes, they are loaded on defense. They have some skill players, but who the hell's playing quarterback for them? I mean. Yeah, Out yeah, they all were, the- they are really like they should have been in in the sweepstakes for a bigger name. Like I don't, yes. I don't think they real like I, they either they think they can make it work with Locke or Teddy, or they don't value their team as much as maybe we do. Um, but there is there there's definitely something missing there. Um, and yeah, so I'm I'm a hundred percent with you on this number. Um, I, I think. I, and then I think two of the most telling stats for the Chargers last year is the fact that they finished top 10 in both yards gained and yards allowed. Yep. But 
18th in points scored and 23 in points allowed. So I think All the Anthony Lynn effect. Exactly. If they can correct those deficiencies inside the red zone on offense and on defense, you're looking at a team that improves two to three wins minimum, and that's going to put them over into double digits. So I just think that the the Chargers are going to be one of those teams that pops this year with, with Herbert and the expectations there. 100%. 100% in agreement. Um, I'm going to go to my next team and that, and you can call me a Homer. I'm wearing the hat, the Tennessee Titans at 28 to one. I, 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 I think it's, it's way too long. I, I don't understand this number. The, the addition of Julio Jones opposite AJ Brown. Uh, this is a team that two years ago was in the AFC championship game until they absolutely collapsed against the chiefs. Uh, they looked like garbage against Baltimore last year in round one, but they've gone to the playoffs. They've been in the mix. They are really good. They added Bud Dupree and they added Janoris Jenkins, which should do a world of good for their secondary. The secondary was the biggest problem. And when you're thinking about, okay, who am I going to face in the playoffs? When you're thinking about, I need to build a team that can slow down Kansas city. Um, Having an atrocious secondary is literally the worst thing you can do. So adding Bud Dupree uh, gives him a, le- a good pass rusher. Now, if he's Jadavian Clowney 2.0, then maybe this will be all for naught. Um, you know, I-, I think they could use another pass catcher. I-, I love the idea of James Washington heading to Tennessee if, if he really wants out of Pittsburgh. Um, but this is a team that's going to be able to run the ball and is now going to be able to throw the ball with Julio and A.J. Brown. Um, and I think they're, you know, the, the ceiling is the floor or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> this team has upside and I know I'm wearing the hat. I know I'm a Titans fan, but I'm generally pessimistic, pe- pessimistic about my teams, but this one, I can't like, this is the most excited I've been for a, a Titans season since probably 1999. Yeah, no, I can I can definitely get in line with this one because again, very similarly to the way we've talked about both Tampa and um and then and the 49ers and you're when you're looking at the expectations for this season I I'm still trying to figure out if odds makers are not accounting for the 17th game because the the Titans win total currently sits at 9 which to me seems really low in a division that they should at, at least go 5 and 1 if yeah. accounting for a split with Indianapolis they should they should sweep both Houston and Jacksonville and then the majority of their games outside of division on the uh, against good teams are at home I mean Yes, they play Seattle on the road, but they get Buffalo and Kansas City in Tennessee. They get the Saints in Tennessee. They get Miami and San Francisco in Tennessee. So I really think that if they can go 500 or I think having those games at home will help prepare them for the playoffs as well. And if they can stay healthy, maybe get a home game. I think that gets them into that spot where they can compete with the Chiefs if they're able to slow down Tyreek Hill. Yeah, I mean, and a lot of people are on board with you with the Titans over. It's minus 140 on DraftKings. I'd rather bet it. I think I'd, if I could get like a nine and a half or even a 10. Yeah, like I would prefer a nine and a half. That, take that at a, at a, at a better, at, with better juice. But yeah, I'm 100% on board. Um, you know, a healthy Taylor Luan, healthy Roger Saffold. Now, injuries pop up again, you know, yeah. obviously. But that's just the case with it, like any team that's going to the Super Bowl. We saw we saw the the Chiefs almost not get there because Mahomes got hurt and freaking Chad Henney's running into the game. So yeah, yeah. And how well did that go, go? blue? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I just I just think there's I think there's a ton of value here, 
And I, I just, the Titans aren't, like, I think if the Titans were the same roster were Pittsburgh or Dallas or, you know, even like a LA team, like, I think their number would be 14 or 15. Like, I don't think it would be 28. But because they're Tennessee and they're not, you know, no one's, they're not a big, they're not a big fan base. They're not a, a team that t- really moves the needle for much, pe- many people. Um, and, that, and that's, you know, that's part of the number too, right? Because they need, the books are trying to get, action that's why that's how the numbers are set it's not based upon what they actually think um so this is it's in so i think it's it's a good opportunity for us to take advantage and and see if we can find some value um we'll stay in the afc brian with your last pick um one that i can actually get on board with and that's the pittsburgh steelers 45 to 1 over on DraftKings. Yeah, I just feel like this this number is way too big for this for this particular team. Mike Tomlin is one of the best coaches in the NFL year in and year out. He's going to have his team prepared. This defense is once again going to be one of the most ferocious in the NFL. They're recommitting themselves to running the ball, which was their demise at the end of last season, which is why they lost five out of the last six is they, they could not keep the ball on the ground and keep teams from just beating the hell out of Big Ben. So I think that if they correct some of that, they even get mediocre on the ground game, you know, inside the top 16, just a half, uh, better than half of the league. I think this team has all the all of the talent, all of the players, all of the abilities to compete with Kansas City in the AFC to get to the Super Bowl. And we talked about it when we talked about San Francisco. Where, when you're betting on a Super Bowl champion, you're betting at the best possible version of that team. Yes. And Pittsburgh is absolutely a team that if everything goes right, we saw it for those first 11 games. They went 11-0. and 0. This team can be dominant when everything is clicking. Now, there's some concerns about the offensive line. They lost some pieces on defense. But there's still everything there offensively defensively adding the pieces they did including Najee Harris via the draft that if this team clicks if everything goes the way it has the potential to go this is a team that could represent the AFC in the Super Bowl this is a team that if they're playing Kansas City in the AFC championship can outscore the Chiefs if they absolutely have to they're also a team that as you mentioned, if the offensive line gets together over the 17 games and Najee Harris is the player we think it is, that they're able to control the clock and keep Patrick Mahomes and company sitting on the sidelines. Now, Mahomes has shown the ability to, you know, make a lot out of a five-second drive and and make the (laughs) clock killing kind of a moot point. But, you know, when we're we're picking, like, if you want to just bet the Chiefs, bet the Chiefs with your $100 and walk out. But, uh, we're looking for value, and this is absolutely a team um, that that is worthy of your time. Um, all right, Brian, I'm going to hit my last one, and then we'll run back through these, figure out where we're spending our money this week, um, and and keep track of this because Brian and I are having a little contest and, and see who can make the most money throughout the season. Miami Dolphins are my last pick. Ooh. Betting on ceiling. This is a, a team that was probably, you know, in most seasons a playoff team. In, in most years, um, they had a, a carnival under center between Fitzmagic and Tua and who's playing, who's not playing. We can't figure it out. Um, now they surround Tua with Jalen Waddell and Will Fuller to go with Devontae Parker, to go with Mike Gusecki. 
to go. Don't forget about Preston Williams. I, I, I (laughs) this would be the year that Preston Williams finally pops. I've been trying to ride that roller coaster for a while and it's just not happening. Um, but I feel like they finally have the offensive pieces that can match their defense. And I know Tua was atrocious last year, but the reports out of camp is he's a different person. It's like almost like he had an injury and now he's healthy and now he's good at football again. It's weird how that works. You literally could not have predicted that. Um, this is still a guy that was uh, uh, basically the number one pick until he wasn't. And if he did, wasn't injured and finished the whole season, probably goes number one overall. You never know. Um, but I'm optimistic on this team. I, I made my Tua MVP bet. Um, and I'm backing it up with my with my Dolphins 35 to 1 uh, over on DraftKings. Yeah, like you said, when looking at a team's ceiling, Miami has all the pieces set in stone that they're they are a team that could potentially win the Super Bowl because they're built on the defensive side of the ball. If they're able to keep Xavier Howard there, they boast probably the best tandem on the outside with him and Byron Jones. You know, and when looking in the AFC, what what did we talk about? You got to cover Tyreek Hill, and then over there in Buffalo, you got to cover Stephon Diggs. And Miami is probably the team most well equ- equipped on both sides of the field to do that. So, if they can get that offense a little more set, get a little more efficient with Tua, get the passing game rolling a little bit better, I think they're definitely there to put to compete for it. I'm I'm a little less optimistic on this on the second year with Tua, but I love Brian Flores. I love what they're doing down there in Miami. And this was one of the teams a couple years ago that I had my eye on for the potential of just the way that they were building this. So yes, I, I can get in line with 35 to one price. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, Brian, was there any, you know, I, uh, we, we will obviously run through the options and, and what kind of where our, our heads at in terms of what we're spending on each team. Um, but when you were looking through the lines, was there any other teams that you were really, you know, heavily in consideration you thought, or that you thought maybe there's a good number there. I think that's something I could get on board with potentially. Uh, I, so for me, there, there's actually two of them and it's going back to teams that are, one of them's not changing a quarterback this year. They're going with the same guy, but the other one is changing one. So the first one is the saints at 40 to one. I think that that's kind of a long number. I know they play in the same division as Brady, but they they didn't lose too much on the defensive side of the ball. And the offense is pretty much the same minus. We have no idea what's happening with Michael Thomas, but if they can get a little more like impactful plays from the passing game from Jameis Winston, I think that the running game is set up. They still have one of the best offensive lines in football. I think new Orleans is going to be a force to be reckoned with. They're not going to be an easy, an easy W for anybody, even Tampa. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm in, I'm in lockstep with you there a little bit. I also think there's a path where even if Taysom Hill is their guy and they're doing a lot of running with Latavius and Camara. Yeah. And they're just grinding out. Wins. It could be interesting. And it could with it's, it's, it's funny. Like so many teams are building their offenses to throw and their defenses to stop the pass. If all of a sudden New Orleans is like shrinks it up, running the ball, Alvin Kamara, Latavius, it might like these these smaller, quicker linebackers that are designed to cover in space are all of a sudden are being forced to tackle, you know, physical running backs. It might throw them off just enough where New Orleans, I mean, because this is a team that we like, I, Drew Brees was a shell of himself last year and they were still one of the best teams in the NFC. So I think it is a number that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And I'm, I'm really glad you talked about that, about teams that they go the complete opposite of what the NFL is doing. And that's the reason why my second one Patriots at 37 to one on FanDuel Sportsbook. Yeah, dude, 
Give me that every day. Bill Belichick, every single one of their defensive all pros that opted out last year is coming back. They added Matthew Judon on the outside, which is going to be a monster to opposing quarterbacks. Cam Newton had a full offseason to prepare. This running game should be better. I just think that New England is... They've built such a system there. This is like an Alabama type of bet to where it doesn't matter who's playing for Alabama. Alabama is going to be there at the end of the season with the potential to win a national championship, much like New England is going to set themselves up to win games because they're not going to lose games. So uh, getting that number with this franchise, yes, please. Yep. No, I think it makes a ton of sense. And uh, we were talking about, I think we were talking about doing this show is that that's a number that I could get on board with, especially as you mentioned, the the, the difference on their defensive side of the ball is going to be night and day. And they uh, were still one of the best defenses in football. Two, last year. two of the two teams that stood out to me. Uh, I like the Browns still. I think they're very interesting. I think they could, you know, we saw them go to toe to toe with the Chiefs. I also think they have the ability to throw. And if we get a full season of Odell. Um, Baker's going to be really solid. I know you don't like him, but that's fine. I do. I hope he proves um, me wrong. I, 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 I hope he proves like me wrong. Minnesota. Uh, at at you know, I wouldn't love them as much as if they, if they were twenty to one. But at fifty to one, I feel like there's a legitimate path. I feel like they could run the ball super effectively. Uh, we'll see what's up with Justin Jefferson as of the time of recording. He's got a, a sprained AC joint and dealing with <coughs> shoulder stuff. Uh, if Kirk Cousins is running around with in a, in a plastic bubble, it might make him hard to throw down the field. But um, you know, I, I think there I think there's enough pieces there that if it all kind of comes together, we could see a, a season much like the Packers did last year, where everything just works out and they they have so much talent on both sides of the ball, and they could be a they could be an NFC. Um, like an, a challenger in the NFC. And I think, I think if we were doing, you know, we could talk in November, December, and all of a sudden, uh, Minnesota is like 16 to one to win the Super Bowl. And that's, that's a ton of value and a ticket that I'd like to have in my portfolio come, come the end of the season. So, Brian, we have made it to the end. We went through our teams, we went through a few extras, but, uh, you have $100. I'm going to just go through, through your teams. You tell me how much you're betting on each one. Uh, you're stepping to the window at William Hill, you got Tampa Bay. How much are you betting on Tampa Bay? I'm going 50% of my bankroll. I'm laying 50. Okay. 50 bucks. We're heading to uh, we're heading to FanDuel Sportsbook. You see 33 to 1 on the Chargers. How much are you betting? Uh, I'm, I'm going about a third of my money, and I'm going to go with 30 bucks. 30 bucks. So that leaves $20 for your Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, these are... And this is the thing. These are all decent payouts if they hit. So, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think, <laughs> I think you'd be pretty happy with literally all of these, especially if it means like if, if your Cowboys don't win this, the Super Bowl. And that one ain't of happening. These, one of these three bets. Yeah, I know. The offense is amazing. If the defense, the defense is out. atrocious. Uh, I'm going to probably go in a very similar mindset. I love the Niners. Um, I'm gonna put fifty bucks on the nine. Man, that is a huge payout. Um, I'm very, very excited about that potential payout. Um, I'm gonna head to Tennessee. I'm gonna put I'm gonna put thirty five on Tennessee at, at twenty eight to one, and, and for my Miami Dolphins, I'm just gonna put fifteen bucks. I think it's I think it's a number that could make sense, but also. I'm not. I'm not as optimistic because there's very much a path where Tua is just 
it, it takes them another year or two to yeah. really click with these offensive pieces. And Will Fuller's hurt again. Jalen Waddle takes a while to get going. And the defense isn't quite as good. And maybe New England pops up and is a lot better than we expect. And the Bills are there and they're awesome. And maybe they're the third division, third team in this division. So um, that's kind of where my head's at for those odds. So like I said, I'll be I'll keep track of all these and we'll, we'll keep an eye at the end of this year. We can um, figure out a cool way to pay off. Uh, maybe the winner gets um, gets. Uh, uh, we'll figure something out. I'm sure. But I. <clears throat> I was gonna say real quick, just looking at the odds, you could go to the window with a hundred bucks and bet thirty three dollars on on the Chiefs, Bucks, and Bills, and guarantee yourself plus money. If yeah. you're if you think that the best three teams in the NFL last year, it's the Super Bowl champion is going to come out of them. So yeah, you can also look like a lot of the, especially like right now, a lot of uh, casinos are doing unique promotions where you can bet stuff like that. Like it, you you know, it's basically Chiefs, uh, Chiefs, Bucks, sometimes a third team or the field, and you can get plus money or even money. Um, so if you really feel strongly, that might be another way to look as well. Um, to, to kind of go that route. Um, all right, Brian, this was a lot of fun. Um, if you are into fantasy football, make sure you go check out all of our latest videos. Brian and I have a ton of stuff. We're also going to get set to record our flag plant players, our must draft players, whatever you want to call them. Uh, we also are back with NASCAR. We're talking um, each and every race. We're breaking down our favorite options. We're breaking down DFS picks, betting picks, all that good stuff. So if you're in NASCAR, you want to bet NASCAR, come check that out. For Brian Twining, I'm Kyle Robert, and we'll talk to you guys next time.